I just Sorry. realized that I forgot to hit record until just now. So you know what? This is fine. This is all this is all clean. <laughs> Nothing happened before this whatsoever. This is fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, this is where I slot in a theme song. You're 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 good to go though, in general. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Hello We Don't Talk Let's Talk, the podcast where I, Christopher Fla, reconnect with old friends. Today's episode, the wonderful Hallie DeBoer, because I have no uh, other qualifying statements about you. You know um, what? I'll it, take wonderful. It's been, it's been a while <laughs> since uh, I, I've, I've checked in on you. Um, I was looking through old chat logs to think about the last time I would have even saw you in person. Um, so what I thought the lo- I thought the last time I saw you was when we were watching like the English dub of ghost stories at like your old basement dwelling. Uh, but it turns out uh, two weeks after we had also gone to Micah and Emma's engagement party, which was back in 2013. Nice. <laughs> so I, uh, quite a while. I actually remember the English dub of ghost stories, but I don't remember the engagement party. See, me neither. <laughs> That's not a slam at Micah and Emma at all. Yeah, no, not at all. We just have we just have rotting brains. Yes, I'll I'll, I'll use that as my excuse. <laughs> Allie, how are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. It's a lazy Saturday. Uh, really, not much. I just finished playing WoW. So nice. How's <laughs> yeah. that going for you? How how long have you been playing WoW? Uh, a couple months. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like since quarantine started. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a it's a fine game to be able to like just connect with other human beings and also play video game at the same time. Exactly. Um, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I like playing. I've got like four different classes on the go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. any, any particular standout uh, experiences so far? Uh, it turns out I like healing. I didn't. Nice. I didn't think I would. I thought it would be a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, Keeping people alive is cool. Indeed. Uh, Cam's our res- or one of our like four healers for our raid, and uh, yeah, if, if you ever need tips on how to keep people alive, I'm sure Cam's got you covered. <laughs> um, so, Allie, it's been six years uh, since we last spoke. <laughs> More or less. I, I did accidentally message you thinking you were someone else about a month ago because I was looking for like another person to play Left 4 Dead. Uh, and then I probably realized that I was not speaking to who I thought I was and felt really awkward. Oops. Uh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, you know, just some, some time. <laughs> uh, so my understanding is uh, that you currently like live out in Toronto. And unfortunately, due to coronavirus putting everything on lockdown, uh, they put a bit of a kibosh on a a special event for you this year. Yeah, that's right. Um, I live in Toronto. Eventually, I want to go back to Waterloo. I miss K-dubs. But yeah, uh, due to COVID, um, my wedding is postponed until until we're allowed to gather with more than 10 people, I guess. (laughs) So Uh, it's it's all right. Hmm. I think I shouldn't be on such a such a downer of a topic where someone had to miss their wedding. Uh, career-wise, uh, when you went back, I can't remember. You was it OCAD? You then back to Kitchener Waterloo, then back out to Toronto, or were you in town and then headed out to Toronto for OCAD? You. Um, I actually uh, moved to Toronto when I started going to uni. 
And then I moved back to Kitchener-Waterloo and commuted to Toronto because I didn't, I don't like Toronto. I, don't fine. ask me why I still live here. Well, that's perfectly um, understandable. It's Toronto. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually wound up like jumping cities every year. Like I moved around a lot. I've lived in Kitchener, Waterloo, Hamilton, downtown Toronto, and now North York, just north of downtown Toronto. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I started working at OCADU after I graduated, and now I've just been bouncing around colleges and universities working in Toronto. <laughs> plenty of uh, plenty of spots. Um, what, what is it exactly that you do? So I actually work in finance, which oh, is nice. not what I went to school for. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have my bachelor's degree in graphic design, but I work in the procurement part of finance at Centennial College. Hmm. Uh, Industry-wise, was, was it just like the opportunities that came your way led you to your current uh, occupation? Or, and, and do you hope to, to go back into graphic design sometime in the near future? Or is it just like, um, what so you're going to do? Funny story, procurement um, is the only part of finance where you don't need um, an accounting background. Mm-hmm. You need like no education yeah, yeah. in finance to work in <laughs> procurement, which is really funny. Um, so I started out as like the student worker at OCAD um, and then helped them for a bit, jumped into HR for a bit to, I, I, I don't know why HR, it just, <laughs> the opportunity was there, I applied. And then I bounced back to finance again at Centennial. And I found like a really good team there. I've been there for almost two years now. So I kind of like it. I don't know if I'd go back into graphic design because this seems a little more secure. Uh, I'm not like freelancing with client to client, just waiting for the next job to pop up. This is just a a comfy nine to five. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you on that as someone who is also working a similar office job. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just nice. It's, it's a nice bit of stability. Exactly. I don't have my phone on my table. Um, it's okay. I have mine right here. <laughs> so, as, as someone whose life I just kind of observe on like the periphery of social media, um, uh, things I know about you include include cats, uh, your partner Sean, who I don't think I've ever actually met in person at all, <laughs> uh, and also just like. Tough mutter type competitions? Yeah, you know, don't ask me why. <laughs> um, the like runs that I do are mostly just to like do them with my best friend, Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is pretty into like fitness. Um, so I started doing 5K runs with her. Oh, damn. So um, the only, I only do them like three times a year. There's the Dairy Capital Run because it's Woodstock and you get like a medal with a cow on it, <laughs> which is like the best thing. Um, we do the foam fest run. Um, I think last year we did it close to London and then we were going to do it again this year, but it got canceled. Mm. And then the third run that I do with her is the the great Toronto beer run. Sounds dope. <laughs> Those are the only things I do <laughs> fitness wise. I mean, that is overall 15 K more than I run. I, I have run in like the last 20 years, probably. Yeah. So really, I'm really not into those runs. It's just, there's always people who take pictures. So I'm like, look, I did a thing. <laughs> and hey, no one can take that away from you. It's true. Um, in terms of cats, I feel like the most thing I post on Facebook is cats. I feel like I don't use social media, right? Because I just post it to Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, look, 
Look at my cats. <laughs> look at Mackie. I've look at Gambino. I've got cats. I got a cat right here. I just love them. <laughs> um, <laughs> they do weird things. It's very cute. I try to capture them. Uh, yeah, and sometimes Sean's on my timeline. He doesn't actually have Facebook, so you probably couldn't find out too much about him. That's fair. Um, he's like a hermit. Like <laughs> Thirded. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that pretty much is my timeline, I think, uh, other than meeting up with random people from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just wanted to remember, uh, like, like Sean was not someone you had, you had met in school because, or correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, because I we think, actually, sorry. No, go on. Uh, so like, I think most of the people that I know, uh, and I'm friends with, uh, basically met all their partners in school and like the dating landscape is a very weird place, especially currently. Tell me about it. (laughs) Uh, So, so I think, I think you may be like the first person that I know on a personal level that has had like any amount of success finding a partner outside of schooling, which is, uh, weird thing to have to like uniquely experience especially being like almost 30 at this point if not actually 30. I mean while you were saying that I was quickly thinking in my head who do I know that isn't dating someone from school? Not a lot of people actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah we actually met online. Um, I feel like I just super lucked out because I I I think it was plenty of fish and it was like one of the first days that I found him and I was like, okay, so I, I stopped using it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, you're, you're done with the platform. You, 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 beat, you beat online dating. Yeah, it was very, I wasn't expecting it to be so quick, um, but we wound up just like clicking. So yes. it just kind of worked out. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't think I know anyone else who has met their partner <laughs> online. <laughs> um, it's a weird day and age where you meet your partner online, but like, there's no way we would have met in person. He grew up in Whitby and lived on the other side of Toronto. Oh, wow. So I, and we were both like, you know, we're into video games. We don't go out much. We would have yeah. never met. <laughs> I, I find on personal level that my difficulty is that it's hard to meet women when I'm hanging out with just dudes online most of the time. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> challenging. But yeah, that's incredible. Um, so, so Sorry that you didn't actually get to have the wedding, but it's good to know that's like just been postponed as opposed to like full on, full on canceled. Yeah, I know. People are like, oh, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, we're still getting married. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like it was postponed for personal reasons. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Any, 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 anything you'd care to spoil about like uh, what your plans are for the event? I'm, I'm mostly, uh, I don't think I've actually been to invite any friends weddings, just like family members and like, what is that process like to have to, to, have to plan a wedding? Well, okay. So first we planned like your, like what you would expect with a wedding, like, you know, both sides of family, a whole ton of friends. And we quickly realized that is too expensive. (laughs) And also like trying to plan the tables with your friends and making sure that like, you know, you don't have one table with the leftover group of friends that you couldn't fit at the other tables. We're like, no, this no, we're not doing this. Um, our wedding is actually under 30 people. That's a tight group it's, of uh, attendees. It's like very small. It's like parents, like immediate family, um, like one or two sets of aunts and uncles and no friends. Um, gotcha. 
it's a little weird telling my friends they can't come to our wedding. <laughs> so we just plan. We had planned like a big party get together to celebrate us getting married. Um, that's also been postponed. <laughs> of course. So it it's kind of nice to do it that way though, because then we can focus on our friends and like focus on our actual wedding without feeling super pressured. You know, speeches. Sean didn't want to do a speech. I didn't want to do a speech. Now we only have to do a speech in front of like our parents, basically. So, right. you know what? There's so much less pressure now. <laughs> that's a that's a good tactic to just like segment things out so that you can just you can just tackle them and it's not it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, sure, my friends get to miss out on us like wearing our suit and dress, but I I don't think that's a huge deal. <laughs> They could see a photo. It's the same. It's basically <laughs> the same. Uh, how else have you been spending your quarantine outside of well? Um, so I've been working remotely still. Um, I'm really thankful to have my job still at Centennial and also surprised that finance can function without all of our papers. Yeah. Everything is paper-based. I don't know how <laughs> we switched so quickly, but it was also impressive that we switched so quickly. Um, so I've been doing that. Uh, we still play D&D once a week which is pretty cool. Um, we started using Roll20 um, for like the platform. And then platform. Sean made his own platform. <laughs> uh, can I can't that? plug it here because it's just like very private and small and he's still working on it. But um, because he's a software developer, he's basically uh, made Roll20, but better. But <laughs> um, the, the, the but personal better. version. Yeah, the personal version. Um, it's pretty cool. He's done some cool things with lighting. So if you enter a room, you can see the room. But if you exit the room, you can no longer see that room. Nice. Yes. Uh, I've heard it's very much more user-friendly for DMs, but I don't like DMing, so I'm not sure <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much D&D, WoW, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's worked from home, do you, do you still go through the whole rigmarole of like... Um just sort of having a, a sort of different outfit for your day versus like when you're just relaxing or is it just like wearing pajama pants at home? Cause I don't need to leave the house. Uh, exactly that actually. <laughs> People in finance are also very introverted and don't like being on webcam. So I lucked out. I get to wear my day pajamas every day. <laughs> <laughs> really, really loaded up in these trying times. It's good to stay comfy. Yes. Uh, I don't think I've put on jeans in months. <laughs> Nice. Track pants for life. What else did I want to nail in this conversation? Um, well, I could just ramble if you want. Absolutely. That is the <laughs> cornerstone of this show. All if right. guests can just go on forever about anything, and I just have to sit, listen, give a reaction, and maybe one insightful question. If sure. I If I get through this with uh, you saying out loud, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a win for me. Amazing. All right. Well, I can ramble a little bit about our apartment because I've spent two months in here without leaving, really. Um, I lucked out with Sean because um, I don't know if you can see behind me, there's uh, Final Fantasy artwork. Mm -hmm. uh, if I were to turn the camera around on the other wall, there are, is a bunch of Zelda maps. So he came in with Final Fantasy. I came in with Zelda, and like every wall has like <laughs> a video game piece of artwork. I think if I turn this slightly, I have the Breath of the Wild picture. Nice. If I were to pan my camera at my walls, uh, it would be uh, a sort of eggshell white or uh, whatever tint of green this is. 
Nice. It does look like white. Um, Renting kind of sucks. Um, We have our landlords in Toronto. Um, We live right off the subway line um, at like the closer to Vaughan. Um, As soon as the subway line got expanded, um, our landlords wanted to increase our rent by $400 a month. Wow. We had to uh, battle them on that. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Um, But otherwise, I think I like it here. We can't drill into the wall. Everything is hung up by like the sticky Velcro stuff. Um, But for the most part, it's pretty nice living here. We got Gambino in 2017. Uh, she's our little calico cat. She is like sister to Mackie. <laughs> it's weird little cat family. Um, they get along really well, which is pretty cool, despite the age gap. Mackie's old. Yeah, I remember Mackie fondly. Um, <laughs> name origin of Gambino? Um, take a wild guess. <laughs> Donald Glover? Hell yeah. Uh, I let Sean name Gambino because I named Mackie. Um, That's not fair. Mackie was named way before you even met Sean. Um, it's a little confusing, though, because a lot of people now think she's a boy. Mm, I mean, yeah, it's that's okay. understandable. It's okay. <laughs> she's a cat. She doesn't know. Um, it was kind of cute, actually. So we had both cats, and um, then we started talking about maybe getting married. Mm-hmm. So we, I didn't want to do anything we like big, because I knew Sean wouldn't want to do anything big. He <laughs> so much pressure. Um, he actually wound up using the cats in our engagement, oh, like when he wonderful. proposed to me. Um, Mackie has this classic move of like turning around and sticking her tail up, so like her, you know, butthole. Is- yep. On show. Classic cat behavior. She did that uh, during the proposal. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to say yes, but all I can see is my cat's butthole. (laughs) Uh, It was great. Oh, pets indeed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What else has happened? Really nothing exciting in the last six years. Um, (laughs) Just a side stream of, you know, working on a relationship, having a stable job, moving... Just, just making sure that you're you're keeping you're keeping busy and uh, out of trouble. I, I take it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, actually, the fitness runs, the runs that I, the five Ks that I do with Jen, mm-hmm. um, I actually gained a ton of weight <laughs> my last year mm-hmm. of university, like forty pounds. Oh wow! <laughs> um, so I've slowly been losing that. I'm almost back to my starting weight. Kudos to you. So in these six years, I've gone way up. No, I'm almost back down. What what kind of prep goes into eventually running a 5K? And and how much maintenance uh, do you have to upkeep between multiple runs in the same year? You know, honestly, I always intend to practice running um, before like the Dairy Capital run, because that's the first one. That's in May, because um, the Toronto beer run is in September. So from September to May, I pretty much do nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> In May, the whole month of May, I intend to like start running just to like build up my pace. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually end up not doing that and just run 5K without training. Damn. It's, it's actually not that bad. You're usually really sore for a couple days if you don't train. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I actually did like work out my leg like, muscles, um, usually by August, it's fine when we do our next foam run. Gotcha. So um, 
yeah, running 5K seems really intimidating, but it's actually not that hard. You can run and walk and run and walk, and there's always people behind you, which makes you feel better <laughs> about yourself. <laughs> Just like not last. Hell yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And even then, the people who are in last are just like, at least I'm doing something today. Yeah. So, you know, it's a win, 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 win. Every, yeah, everyone <laughs> everyone gets a W. Um, your your parents are people that I think I've met uh, before. Yeah, how, how, are, how are your parents doing? I'm pretty sure they've met you before. Yeah. Um, they're good. My dad, they actually split up, um, mm-hmm. but they're still good. Um, my dad is living in Elmira. Uh, very quiet. Um, he's got a long distance girlfriend. So I feel bad for him because it's quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dad, I'm sorry. This sucks. <laughs> um, but now that some restrictions have been lifted, they do meet and socially distance. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Um, he's still working at Toyota. Um, I feel like he's changed less than I have in the last <laughs> six years. <laughs> He, 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 he's, he's an older man. He, he doesn't need to prove anything. Yeah. He, he's seen it all. He's just like coasting until something happens. Pretty much. Um, my mom is also doing well. She's still living in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually just retired. Um, cause she was a little worried about, uh, the coronavirus cause she was working at Zares. Mm. And she's like, I don't want to work at Zares right now. <laughs> I'm like, that's understandable. So she's actually retired which Wonderful. is kind of nice, um, but also kind of sad because she's all alone. Oh, no. Yeah. My, my mom has taken up the, the sort of opposite position because um, back in, I think, June of last year, she had hurt her ankle doing yard work, so she couldn't really do as much as a waitress anymore, just like constantly having to be on her feet and like moving table to table. So she eventually stopped being a waitress out in Cambridge and was just like, uh, in, in a similar fit of being just home alone most of the time, but then eventually she took up a position actually working at Zares uh, over in Waterloo. And she seems happier now, actually, which is interesting, especially yeah. given the weird state of the world and the fact that anybody wanting to interact with people uh, outside is truly a, a bold uh, maneuver. I was going to say, isn't she a little bit nervous working in a grocery store right now? Uh, not at all. She she seems oddly secure. Uh, whatever whatever implementations they have to protect their workers at Zares right now, she's like oh, perfectly okay with. Or maybe she just like doesn't give a shit anyway. <laughs> it's hard to tell with her. Yeah, I feel like moms are kind of hard to read. I yeah. feel like that's a thing. Hmm. So do your speakers ask you questions because i was like i don't know they, if i'm allowed to they, they, they're perfectly allowed to ask questions this is, this is something that has never been addressed i think i think the first guest i had on of this new run uh asked me more questions than other people and i always feel guilty when um actually sorry not guilty i feel ashamed every time i have to like think of a question because it's just oh. like how do normal people have conversations what types of things do, do they talk about? <laughs> and I could just like, I could get there sometimes. Um, and, and other times it's just like, well, I, th- th- this is, is going to be a bad episode, I guess, uh, where there's just like all this silence. Oh, no, I wasn't sure if that was a thing. Yeah. So cool. I can ask you questions. That's Absolutely. awesome. How, how many hours have you put into WoW? Don't be ashamed. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I could give you a definitive answer if I boot up the game on a specific character. Uh, but it's definitely, I, I, I've definitely crested over a year's worth of 
raw game time. That being said, a sizable portion of that is just me walking around a city waiting for something to happen. <laughs> which is a nice way to 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 pay attention to if and be engaged if people want to do anything. But otherwise I'm just like browsing Reddit in a different tab waiting for and like something. But yeah, uh my 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 wow experience is vast. I've been I played it basically since launch. Uh wow. back when I was in like grade six, it was very on and off because you know it wasn't me paying for my subscription. It was my parents and they were just like, well we're not gonna keep doing this for you forever because <laughs> that's like thirty dollars a like thirty Canadian dollars a month or something at the time. And that's just too much to spend on a on a small boy. Wow, that was I didn't know it was so expensive way back when. Yeah, it was dumb. Um, that's like it, really expensive for grade yeah. six times. Yeah, it was like because the monthly fee was uh, fifteen dollars US, and naturally they weren't going to give me a credit card, so I had to like go buy a game card. Which at the time I don't know if it still does it now. Um, the game cards only came in sixty day increments, so you had to pay for like two at a time and. Yeah, they, wow. they weren't happy with it. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good system. I'm glad it's much better now. Oh, yeah. And it was back uh, in the days of like dial-up internet. So everything was... It, it was a truly <laughs> baffling experience how I like stuck with it at all. Uh, 405 days, one hour, six minutes, eight seconds on my... Wow. Um, Literally, this, wow. <laughs> yeah. This was actually, I think, the second character I ever made because the first one I made was a hunter because... Uh, I don't think I had a specific reason. I was just like, we'll play a hunter, I guess. Uh, and then I got it to like level 40 back when the love cap was 60. And then I had to go on a break because my parents wouldn't feed my habit. And I came <laughs> back and I had no idea what was going on. So it's like, okay, we'll, we'll just start over from scratch. We'll play a shaman because it looks cool. And then I just stuck with that for probably like over a decade. Actually, hunter, ranger, anything with a bow or an elf is usually my go-to first. If I'm starting a new game, that's what I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, What what class are you healing on? uh, Druid. Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a priest or a shaman, but uh, I wanted to become animals. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll be a druid. Um, I kind of like it. I like like, the just dropping overtime heals on everyone just mm-hmm. focusing on the tank it's so easy yeah uh so i like that um and then i tried being a mage that's kind of cool <laughs> um i found it was more like i was doing more damage per second as a mage than a hunter and i was really sad because hunters <laughs> are my favorite and i'm like why <laughs> why is they, it like this they, they, at, at, at the level i play at uh, um they, they, they are two of the stronger classes for sure um so yeah, it makes a makes a lot. Um, Horde or Alliance? Um, I like Horde more right now. Um, I like the idea of Alliance more, but I like the characters in Horde more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, level cap at all, or still just going through the leveling process on? Still on going through the leveling process. I think my hunter. I'm my PC's over there because Sean's actually playing games right now. <laughs> and I didn't want you to hear him. Um, <laughs> I think my hunt. Hunter is close to level 80, and my druid is 57. Mm. Just logged off as her. Yeah, everything, so, everyone is under level 60. Go. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, was your initiation into playing WoW uh, 
like a friend suggested it or was it just like you were looking at things to 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 do in these times and it was just like this is a game that's been around forever i may as well just start now um yeah so sean actually only plays classic wow like he plays mm-hmm. on a private server um and i always watch him play and i'm like that looks kind of cool i feel like most of the times i look over he's flying somewhere I'm like, that's neat. I want to <laughs> I want to fly places. And then when I joined, I was really sad to find out you had to level up so much to become able to fly. And I was like, yeah, OK, well, now all my characters need to level kill. up so they can fly. <laughs> um, no, it was my D&D group who made me join. Like, I don't know what you call not classic. Wow. Regular uh, retail. Wow. Retail. Yeah, retail. Wow. I'm learning. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, they all played retail. Wow. And um, the one guy's girlfriend was just starting out too. So I'm like, this is perfect. Another girl that I can play <laughs> now with. <laughs> We're getting into it together. How big is that squad? Um, it's like we only dungeon. Gotcha. It's just like th- three of us sometimes, five of us, and that's it. Per- perfect sizing. Yeah. Um, most of the time you see me online, I'm just questing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I like the world. It's very pretty. Some of the places are pretty. Oh, I feel like that's not a good reason to play WoW. No, that's a perfectly good reason <laughs> to play WoW. It has it has a a wide range of aesthetics um, in terms of like the landscapes that you get to visit. It's it's a big part of the draw. Yeah, um, so that's cool. Um, what was I playing before that? Animal Crossing was taking up a lot of my time. Oh yeah, that's I feel a, so bad. That's a hot one. They're uh they're all lonely over there. I haven't played it in a while. <laughs> I hope no one's moved away. <laughs> um I couldn't get into the terraforming in Animal Crossing though. Hmm. It's I don't know, it was too much work and I couldn't get it perfect and I would spend so long doing it and I'm like, okay, let's just make it back to the way it was. <laughs> the, the the land was perfect the way it was. <laughs> yeah. Just convince yourself over time. Um, was building paths though. I stopped at like half my map. So half my map, everyone's got a nice sidewalk to their house and everyone else is like, <laughs> there's not even stairs. I don't know how they get home. <laughs> you, you unintentionally made a, a ghetto in your Animal Crossing home. I really did. Uh, <sighs> got to wait for gentrification to like push those sidewalks out. Yeah. You know, um, I'm actually on vacation next week cause I was getting really tired of working. Hmm. Um, so maybe I'll go back and actually build them sidewalks. <laughs> a- a- any other things you have planned on your staycation, at, essentially? Uh, no, not really. Um, some chores. Oh, I'm such an adult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much like a couple chores, Animal Crossing and WoW, and just not working. <laughs> it's a mighty fine combination. I, I wholeheartedly approve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be good. Um, do you have pets? I've always wanted a pet. I haven't had a pet since I was like eight years old. And even then it was just like a goldfish that I didn't do a great job of taking care of. Now that I think about it, probably why I shouldn't have a pet to begin with. <laughs> Couldn't take care of a fish. I mean, cats are, well, like in theory, a lot of work. You got to feed them. You got to clean mm-hmm. up after them. Let me tell you, technology has caught up with pets. Nice. Our feeders are automatic. They drop food automatically. Mackie was on a diet. She's lost two pounds over two years. Or not two pounds. She's She was 16 pounds, and she's now 10 pounds, but it was over two years. Nice. That's where the two came from. 
but like it measures her food. It measures her food and feeds her four times a day. (laughs) The litter box, it looks like a spaceship. It, it like rotates the waste into a bin and we have to like clean it once a week. Sounds pretty straightforward. I, (laughs) man, the, the, the ways in which technology has finally like been implemented in just like everyday household tasking. It's truly incredible. Yeah. Like we could go on a whole vacation and not worry about our cats. Damn. We have gone on vacations and not worry about (laughs) our cats. (laughs) I mean, if it's, if it's over two weeks, then we would get someone to come check on them. But um, no, they're like, it's perfect. (laughs) They've, they've got each other. So they're not super lonely. It's great. I feel like we've beat the system for owning pets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we do. So Mackie, if you remember, she's like kind of shorter. I don't know how you describe cats being short. She's not long (laughs) from head to tail. She's short. Um, so she can't actually jump up to super high places. Like she can't jump up to our counter in our kitchen or anything. Mm -hmm. But when we got Gambino, we had to like quickly cat proof, like everything in the apartment because she can get literally anywhere. Uh, she's very, like she can stretch like almost three feet. That's like, that's but too long of a cat. She's on your lap and she's like a foot long. <laughs> I don't I don't know where she hides her height. Have you taken an x-ray of Gambino anytime? I feel like we should. Just like to make sure she still has bones? Is that just like this weird stretchy cat material? I like she might secretly be a slinky. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know how she becomes long and short. Um but yeah, it's kind of frustrating when I cook. Cause she'll like be right beside the stove and I'm like, this is dangerous. You need to leave. <laughs> ah, but pets are fun. Um, I had a fish once. He didn't live very long. Yeah. They're hard. It, it, it's, it's tough. Cause you got to make sure that everything's like basically perfect. Otherwise the fish don't aren't long for this world and domesticated. Yeah. And cleaning the fish tank was arguably grosser than like cleaning a litter box. Like it oh, smelled yeah. bad. <laughs> which is weird because it's just like it's water and then like how bad could a fish really smell turns out absolutely unacceptably mm-hmm. okay let's do a topic change how did you come up with your username tofu boy Ooh, uh back in the sixth grade when i started getting into video games uh there was a friend uh friend of mine named lewis may have him on the show at some point i haven't talked to him probably since grade six um uh, he kept calling me Chris Tofu. I don't remember why. It was just a thing that he did. Hashtag and, not racist. And, yeah. Well, the thing is, he like he is also Chinese, so I. Oh. So it was very easy to, to to let slide if there was anything along those lines. Um, but yeah, then uh, I think that just got shortened to Tofu and then re-lengthened to Tofu Boy for some reason. Um. And that nickname stuck with me because the thing about nicknames is like you can't come up with your own nickname. You, you got you, you got to have it bestowed upon you by someone else. And that was the True. first nickname I've ever received. And it's like, well, we'll run with this. This will be my branding for everything. Uh, there was like a like a class newsletter that came out, and I had like a, a like a little doodle that I would put Tofu Boy next to as like a signature of my work. Like, like that's how much I was into my branding as Tofu Boy. Then as what? I got older, uh, 
soy boy became an insult that I was very worried about using the handle tofu boy. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's, uh, when I signed up for my Twitch account, uh, apparently Tofu Boy had already been taken by some guy out in uh, Vietnam, or Vietnam, I think it was either Vietnam or uh, Singapore, uh, and he was actually like a professional League of Legends player. I was like, oh, oh no! <laughs> well, I guess I got to add numbers to this for like the first time ever. So I slapped on a, a, a number that I had seen recurringly in my life, which is uh, the number eighty-seven. And yeah, so so if you ever see Tofu Boy or Tofu Boy 87, or as an alt, I use Soy Dude if uh, I can't get either of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that'll be me. And that's that's how that came about. Um, I have had people, not people, person. Um, I, will also, I will identify them aloud by saying Micah's mom. Um, <laughs> she, she was aware when I was in like grade, like middle school that my nickname was Tofu. Uh, but you know, there's only so many times you're going to see your friend's moms. So later on when I visit her for the first time, it's like an adult, she forgot, like she had forgotten the nickname, uh, and just came up with different things along the same lines. But since they weren't correct, it just came off as like hilariously racist. Oh no. <laughs> I, I think she referred to me as chow mein. Oh dear. But you know what? It's, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, you know, there, there, she was just trying to remember your nickname. And yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. I feel like um, I haven't had very many nicknames. Allie is actually a nickname that I liked better than Allison. You got to keep it short. It, you got to keep it short. The amount of times I've had to tell people that, um, you know, I would just prefer to be called Chris than Christopher upon first meeting every time. Uh, I've met hundreds of people. Yes, they'll believe that. But yeah, uh, it's it's very jarring anytime somebody like in the workplace refers to me by my whole name. Just like, no, you don't got to do that. I'll save us a little bit of typing, a little bit of a uh, little bit of syllables. Just, <laughs> just keep it short. Um, I actually only use Ali with my friends. Mm. I use Allison at work because. For that exact reason, people are going to slip and call me Allison anyway, so I may as well just go buy it at work uh, all the time. Um, weird thing, when I first uh, like started talking to Sean, I used my full name on my profile, so he called me Allison. He's always called me Allison, and so my friends always chirp him because he's the only person in our friend group who calls me Allison. <laughs> Did you Still does to this day. <laughs> Even his mom calls me Allie. <laughs> interesting i think it's because like i have her on facebook so she mm -hmm. you know she refers to me as ali there yeah. and it just kind of slipped into real life meetings not for sean <laughs> i feel like i had asked you before um your your common online handle is nujx where did that stem from it's really not exciting um uh, it's really not well okay so i was playing um orcarina of time one day and I was tired of entering Allison or Alio or Ali or any of my variations of my name or Link. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to hold the joystick in a direction and hit A a couple times. <laughs> and N-U-J-X, or I call it Nijax. Um, that's how that came out. Uh, I named a beta fish Nijax after that. And then when I started to sign up for things online, I'm like, this is a pretty unique string yeah, of characters. Nobody else is going to have that. 
There's a band somewhere that has really close spelling, though. I think it's N-U-J-A-X. Mm. Oh. oh, that's an airbrush. But yeah, um, N-U-J-X is not taken on anything. And if it is taken, it's probably me. <laughs> and you just forgot you had an account. It's like, well, I got to do a password reset. Yeah. Um, I tried changing my Steam name recently because people keep mispronouncing it, which is fair. It's a random string of letters. It's not a it name. It doesn't have a pronunciation. <laughs> no. I changed it to Alio for a while. And then Alio Amigo, which was my cringy grade nine like Hotmail account. Nice. And I'm like, this is actually still cringy, and I changed it back. <laughs> so, NUJX for life for now. Having the having the self awareness to know what is and is not cringe is a good trait to have. Yep. Uh, I think I had it up there for a couple months, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you mentioned earlier uh, that when you moved in, uh, Sean brought the Final Fantasy stuff. You brought the Zelda stuff. How much had you dabbled in each other's sort of realms before that? And how much have you put on to the other person uh, as your relationship has grown? Um, so I've actually only played um, the Final Fantasy games that came out on Nintendo. So I never had a PlayStation growing up. So I've only played like Mystic Quest, which I think is also Final Fantasy 1, mm -hmm. um, and Final Fantasy 2 or Final Fantasy 4, depending on who you ask. Um, and then I played it for Game Boy, and that was pretty much it. And then, so Sean has all this, like, Final Fantasy stuff. So then I started, I'm weird. I started watching him play Final Fantasy. Um, like I said, I'm really bad with it. I don't remember all of them. Whatever the one <laughs> there, with Vivi is. There's too many. That's fine. The one with Vivi, because he's really cute. The little mage. Yeah, the black yeah. mage. Yeah. So I watched him play that a lot. <laughs> Um, and then I found out they all got remastered on Steam, and I put them all on my wish list, intending to play them and buy them, and I didn't buy them or play them. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's played Breath of the Wild, but I don't think he's played any of the other Zelda games, which is cool. It's fine. They're different games. Uh, so you being a big fan of Zelda, how many have you played, and is there anything in the Zelda catalog that you have not yet played but intend to? I haven't played Minish Cap. Uh, I think pretty much the Game Boy games are the ones that I don't play over and over again. Um, Four Swords I actually dabbled with a bit, but uh, it, it just wasn't for me. Mm. Um, I just got Link's Awakening, and I played through it really fast. I was expecting it to be a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I find myself keep like I keep going back to like the N sixty four or Korean of Time in Majora's Mask. Um, the Switch came out with like the SNES emulator. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's actually called an emulator because it's part of their Switch platform, but yeah. um, I played through A Link to the Past on there, so that was pretty cool. Wonderful. Yeah, I just uh, top top four. Actually, sorry, I guess top two outside of the the, the two N sixty four ones because you you've mentioned an affinity for those already. <laughs> I even have, uh, well, it's upside down, uh, Navi and Tattle and Tail. I might nice. have pointed at them wrong, but uh, my mom has the same tattoo, actually, which is kind of cool. Um, but to go back to your question, top three? Uh, top? It was, it was going to be top four, but you had top. already mentioned the okay. 64 ones being like, you're constantly going back to them. So I think those are definitely in there anyways. Okay, so top two would have to be Wind Waker, for sure. 
played that game over and over. And nothing to Breath of the Wild, but maybe A Link to the Past. Just because like I've played those games over and over again. <laughs> and I haven't really done that with Breath of the Wild. I've only played through it twice. <laughs> to, to, to be able to say I've only played through this video game twice. And uh, it's just like still uh, t- taking a... Uh, playing second fiddle to some other things <laughs> is a great sign of your fandom. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, like I don't collect a lot of Zelda-related things. I just really like the games. Mm. Well, what would you say were your main uh, gri- yeah, gripes about uh, Breath of the Wild? Um, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of stupid. Like, I... <laughs> I'm used to Zelda games being really small and not taking too much of my time. Uh, like I can run through them and it's fine. But if I want to run from one end of Breath of the Wild to the other, it takes you a long time. <laughs> um, Just about the like, speedrun strats where you hit rocks and you travel like a goddamn surfboard. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I've just... I like that it's open world. Like I like it because it's different. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have gripes against it. It's just because the game would take so long to play through. Um, not 100%ing because getting all those seeds is like a game in itself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just I haven't had time. Like I haven't, there's not enough time to play through it multiple times, I think. So it just takes so long. Gotcha. Um, oh, I forgot Twilight Princess. I guess that would have to be like my fifth top favorite. <laughs> Gotcha. Just just outside of the the the, Zel- the Mount Zelda more. Yeah. Uh, so on this show, uh, to to give it structure, it has been advised that I add segments. I haven't come up with any of my own. Uh, I've taken suggestions from the people I've had on as guests after the fact. Uh, but one of them was basically, what is uh, if you were to give a TED talk on any topic, uh, what would it be? What was something that you feel like you could fill up the space with? Uh. All right. Well, first of all, I don't like. I am sweaty right now. Like, I get really oh, sweaty when I have too. to talk to people. Me too. Um, so I don't know if I would be able to give a TED talk. If I did, I'd have <laughs> to wear black because, yikes. Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't know. I I don't know if I would want to give a TED talk on something because I feel like I wouldn't. Like, what if I got something wrong? <laughs> Like, what if, like, people are, like, fact-checking me, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty terrifying. That'd be pretty terrifying. Um, Just give, like, a a five-minute talk about, like, your inner thoughts as you're giving the talk. Pretty much. Like, I don't know, maybe I could give, if it was a shorter TED Talk, I could maybe give advice about, like, breaking out of your shell and actually doing speaking. Because it's funny, at work, I actually lead most of our meetings. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's mostly because everyone else is worse and more nervous <laughs> than I am. <laughs> you, 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 you just feel like you could deliver uh, a presentation in a, in a better way than the other introverts that you work with? Well, I also found out if you're giving a presentation and you have to give slides, people are looking at the slides. And you can also look at the slides if the room isn't set up right. So you don't have to look at them. It's like my <laughs> like secret life hack to giving like information sessions is if you don't have to look at them, don't look at them, look at the screen. Cause everyone else is looking at the screen. It had never clued to my mind that like, cause I also do have like demonstrable, uh, like stage fright presentation anxiety that maybe it's just like 
knowing that they're looking at me and I'm looking back at them, look at me, that could be like the root of the problem. Whereas opposed to just like, before I'll focus on something else, I could just like speak more freely. Yeah. Good, good tip, Allie. I mean, as long as you're in a boardroom set up with a giant screen, it works perfectly. But if you're in a boardroom with no screen, I, I don't have tips for you because <laughs> I'm still learning how to deal with that. I think I fidget under the table. Like I like grab a pen and just like. Oh yeah, I've had, I've, had, I've had my hands out of my camera frame for most of this conversation because I'm also generally kind of fidgety. Hopefully it's, it doesn't get picked up on the microphone. I don't think so, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, this was my like one minute TED talk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll have that in post. Um, uh, no, go ahead. Another segment is if you were to host the show, who would you have on as a guest? Now, obviously, you don't have to actually think about the logistics of hosting the show, but who is someone in your life that you have not spoken to in quite some time that you know exists on that sort of periphery of social media that you 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 feel like you could just sit down and chat with. Um, I would probably do something similar to what you're doing and reach out to someone that I was really good friends with or friends with and spent my free time with that I haven't talked to in years. There's definitely a bunch of those out there. Now, now having said that out loud, maybe having some chance to think it over, do you think you would actually do it at all? Uh, no. (laughs) Like you're really brave for doing this. Yeah. It's also really cool though. I think it's a nice way to reconnect while also like making something yeah i i love two minds where it's just like technically speaking this podcast itself does not need to exist <laughs> but because it exists people can be aware that they could also take on this activity and like reconnect these like social bonds so in a way i'm doing like a good thing but also does this really need to exist who knows I mean, it certainly is inspiring. Like you said that. And I did like instantly think of like one person that I was best friends with all through high school. And then it was just like, boop, like no more. (laughs) Just, uh, you know, standard teenager stuff. But like it, it is inspiring. Like, like who would I reach out to after this? Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, So one observation that I had uh, a couple of years ago uh, when I made like a new friend as an adult for like the first time in a while. Um, I found that like my adult female friends have had their friendships more like their current stronger friendships um, formed more recently as opposed to like my male friends who their, their sort of strongest relationships are people that they've known since like high school or whatever. Um, I was going to phrase this as a question, but I lost the thread uh, how much can you relate to the sentiment as I guess the, the, the way I want to say this? Um, so actually my best friend, uh, Jen or Jennifer Thompson, mm-hmm. um, we've actually known each other since grade six. Oh, hell yeah. And we like, we weren't actually like really close friends. We've just known each other since grade six. There's a picture of us at like a skating competition and I was like, this tall and she was like a foot taller than me <laughs> she's looking literally looking down at me um and that's like we we benchmarked that as when we met <laughs> um we actually didn't really become best friends until like grade 12 and we've just kind of been best friends ever since um 
I actually find it's like kind of hard to make friends. Like it's really hard to make friends when you have someone like that as a best friend. You're like, like there's no topic of conversation that's out of bounds. <laughs> you can be super weird. We like mess up words all the time. Like we're stupid. Like, I don't know. So then when I try to make friends now, it's like, you know, you've got like this like professional front or like you're trying to, I don't know, be respectful. <laughs> it's like, you want to reach out to them more, but also you don't want to be clingy. It's really weird. I don't have very many friends. I feel like Jen's ruined that. Thanks, Jen, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just cut that section out. <laughs> she might listen to this. I told her about it. Ooh, thank you. Th- th- hopefully, I get, a, I get a new viewer out of this. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I actually find making friends as, as an adult. Um, I find they're like, they're much more flimsy. Like if you guys don't have whatever you had in common when you first met anymore, it just kind of stops. Yeah. I, I, I get that vibe sometimes too. Um, I recently tried to like actively befriend uh, another coworker. I, I work at an insurance company and the majority of the employees are female. Uh, so when there was a new guy that showed up, not that I can't be friends with women, um, but there, like, there was like one newer guy that was around my age. So I was just like, we'll befriend this guy. Uh, we hung out a couple of times and since, uh, quarantine kicked in, he has not been able to come to the office and I have not really contacted him in any way, except for like maybe one time to check in on him. But it's like hard to, it's hard to befriend coworkers oddly. Cause just it- like, I, do I ever want to see you outside of work? Do I, do I want to know what you're like out there? How, who's to say? I find for, like, um, for me, finding, like, girlfriends in the workplace. Um, at OCAD, actually, I made a really good work friend. And she stopped working there because she quit and worked somewhere else. And, like, we talked all the time. Like, if we had beef with someone, it was, like, we'd turn around or, like, we'd instant message each other. Like, <laughs> oh, what the heck is going on? But maybe in stronger language. And you know, we'd go for coffee breaks all the time. And it was like, you know, we had a good like friendship at work. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she left, like, it all just (laughs) abruptly stopped. It's like, all right, well, I can't see you. So I guess you're just out of my life. (laughs) Um, And I get it. It's like a two-way street. Like I probably could have done more to reach out to her. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that is a thing now, like as an adult, like if you guys don't have whatever it was in common. Like the convenience of being in the same location, which I guess like, sort of how the, the the friendships we make in school occurs. It's just like, here's a shared experience, just going to the same classes like day in, day out for five times a week for however many years. Like like you 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 have a better understanding of these people. And if you see that they react in a similar way, then, you know, thumbs up, talk to them. I don't know. It's kind of weird because my one, like I'd say my main, my main group, my faves, I don't know what you call your friends that you like the most. I, I, I don't know. I, I roll with a group of problematic bachelors and we call ourselves the squad. <laughs> yes. Um, so we all live in very different cities. Like we range from Toronto, Oakville, Kitchener, Woodstock. We get together like once a month or once every other month, or we did mm-hmm. get together yeah. that often. And it's like, how can that not be an issue <laughs> like when you try to make friends with someone like in your city? <laughs> no, making friends is hard. I don't like doing it. I'd like to just stick with my faves. <laughs> Smart. 
less emotional, less, uh, yeah, emotionally taxing. There's that whole theory where like you can only maintain so many relationships. So just, just stick with the ones you got and you're golden. Yep. I've reached my quota. I'm good with this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Uh, I, 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 I mentioned in the previous episode that I have trouble sticking the landing on these things. I don't actually know when, um, when to end my own show. That's Just, okay. Just like have an episode conclude. Um, um, yeah. I was going to ask if you had any questions left for me. Uh, yeah. So whereabouts are you living now? Or are you allowed to say that because you're hosting the show? <laughs> I'm totally allowed to say that. Uh, I, I'm living still in Kitchener uh, by the south end of it. Um, still next to a highway, which is nice for accessibility and food delivery. Uh, and Amazon deliveries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just love the city too much. Um, every my, my, my support network is here. My family's mostly here. Yeah. yeah I, I, I just don't know where else I would go. If, if I, I feel like if I were to ever leave Kitchener, it would be because like some part of me decided that I need to just just start over from scratch. Do you think you would move like to a nearby city or would you like go really far? Like, would you stay in Canada even? So being someone who doesn't drive, I, I would probably need to move to like a metropolis, like metropolitan area somewhere. Um, most likely I would end up in Toronto, but uh, you know, prices in Toronto are pretty high. <laughs> I don't live here. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think any metropolitan, like in North America, yeah, metropolitan area in North America is just going to have like insane rent prices. Um, but speaking English is probably like a priority for me if I were to ever move somewhere. I, I would, th- there was a time probably in like 2015 where I thought to myself, like, I could just pack up and move to like California and be like an actor or something. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I had only acted in like school productions. But for some reason, I would like convince myself like I could do that if I really wanted to. I mean, hey, why not try it? I mean, if you were ever at that point. <laughs> yeah. Just at, at the end of my rope, I'm just going to go to California, probably end up uh, like oh so many homeless people. But I'm you know sure what? we would all welcome you I back. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have never really envisioned myself living anywhere other than Waterloo. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> So lame. I, Grew up I, I, in Cambridge, wanted to live in Waterloo. Moved around. The, the big city, as it were. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's just, like, I understand the pull of Toronto for some people. Like, there's a lot of stuff to do here. It's very easy to get around. But I don't go out. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't do the, any of the things that would make you want to live here. The, the benefits of a Toronto are lost on you. They really are. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I just like water. Like for you, Waterloo would be good. It's closer to my faves and my family. Mm-hmm. It would be a bit further away from Sean's family because they all live up in like northern Ontario. Yeah, but they're already far away from us now. So, would it really be that much worse if we lived an extra hour away? I don't mm-hmm. think so. Sean's okay with it, by the way. I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, one day. One day I'll live in Waterloo. Maybe we can actually meet up in person once COVID-19 is not a thing. Hell yeah. Uh, the, I don't remember what it was like back when you still lived in town, uh, but it has become such a food city. And 
I love it so much for that. I have noticed a couple breweries opened up. So Jen's husband is a really into craft beer. Mm-hmm. So now when I go places, I usually get him beer. Well, now I've become not into craft beer, but I found what beers I like. So if I'm picking him some like up something from wherever I've been, I usually get something for myself. And I've actually noticed that too. There's a, a couple new places in Waterloo, mm-hmm. nice places to go eat. More pull for me. <laughs> <laughs> also the works. There's no the works near me. Really? Yeah. Mm, Got to get yourself a nice burger. Gonna move to Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Allie, thank you so much for your time. It was yeah, lovely catching you. up with you. This was fun. Do, do you have anything you'd like to plug at this time? I will. I, I, feel free to say don't do that to what I'm about to say. I'm going to give you full, uh, full Zoom speaker view, give you the full screen of the, the, the video format of this podcast for however long you need to plug whatever. Uh, um, if you have anything you'd like to plug, take it away. There may be a drill happening right now, so I'm just going to mute my... Go for it. All right. Um, so I'm not really big on social media, and I don't stream anything, and I don't use Twitter. But if you want to see pictures of my cats, um, you can find me at N-U-J-X-X. The extra X is because Instagram needs five characters. Um, even Sean doesn't like Twitch or anything. So yeah, if you want to see pictures of my cats, Mackie is the black fat one and Gambino is the calico one. Well plugged. And if uh, whoever's listening, what is that sound Uh, in my house? I'm sorry to uh, whoever has to hear this. Um, You can relate to to this. It's all good. (laughs) If you would like to appear on the show, just drop me a message uh, either on Facebook, on Twitter, at TofuHua. Uh, you can DM me on Twitch at TofuBoy87. You can DM me on YouTube. I think that's a thing that you can do. Or comment on this video. Uh, I'd love to have you on because, uh, you know, booking guests is hard. And uh, to think about who I would reach out to uh, is is an arduous process. But once again, Ellie, thank you for coming on the show. And I look forward to your hopeful return to the area. We'll have a nice bite to eat. And uh, we'll do this again. All right. Sounds good, Chris. Have yourself a good night. You too. Night? It's afternoon, goddammit. Well, you know what? Maybe I'm going to have a nap. Good night, Chris. There you go. (laughs) Thanks.